0: What's going on, everybody? Daryl Frader, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast, brought to you by the club app, the number one online community for DJs, where you can stream for free and not get cut off. Today we have DJ Drew. How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for Good. asking, Daryl. Wonderful, wonderful. We'd love to, you have introduced yourself, tell us where you're from, your name, and uh, pretty much uh, how you got into the DJ game.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my name is Andrew C. Ibarra. I do go by the name DJ Drew. Um, and yeah, I, I support coaches and entrepreneurs, uh, who have live events with virtual seamless services. So, um, you know, I've really dove deep into the AV world as well. And I love bringing the musical aspects to every event that I do, because I truly believe in the power of music and, um, and what it, what it, you know, how it enhances our lives. That's
0: amazing. I love it. It's gonna be much different from our typical DJ interviews. You have a business around helping other entrepreneurs and that are in the live event space. So I'm super excited to hear your story. Tell us a little bit about the beginning days, how you got started as a DJ and kind of your journey through the industry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, I began my my DJ journey. I always had a little bit of a musical mind. I played piano when I was younger. I know a lot of DJs just are kind of born with that uh, musical mind. But I never really took advantage of that um, until I was in high school. And there was a nonprofit church um, where I was growing up. Um, and they, they were kind of up and coming. They were grassroots. And uh, they needed um, a sound guy to kind of run the sound for them. And, um, and I was a part of the church. And I said, I don't really know anything about sound. But uh, I'll kind of jump in and and teach myself if you guys want to buy the equipment. So they bought, you know, an eight channel Mackie mixer and two CD players. And (laughs) that was, that was how I got my start. I did that for about two years. And, um, you know, I started with just that little setup. And we eventually added, you know, microphones and a live band. So I was kind of mixing a little bit of the live band and I I, you know I was basically just pushing buttons and figuring out what did what and uh, figuring out what it sounded like so I had no real formal education of audio but I I just kind of taught myself by experience and so um, that's I I really just kind of did it to support I never really thought I would make a career out of it and then after I graduated high school I uh, moved to the Bay Area where my uncle actually was a DJ and he had been a DJ for about 15 years and so um, I asked him if I could do some work for him, and um, you know if he could support me getting through college while I while I went to school and uh and he did all sorts of djing gigs he took whatever he did clubs and and bars and fashion shows and weddings and so i got to see a little bit of everything which was great because um you know in those early days as a as a dj like we don't always know what we want to do what direction we want to go in i didn't even know that i wanted to be a dj and so he eventually started sending me out with like a little ipad and a mixer and i i started kind of um djing some some gigs uh for him and um yeah really was just like intrigued with the whole lifestyle of a dj i think in those early days i was in college you know and i loved being a part of bringing the party with me wherever i went and um getting free drinks at the bar and and just just being the life of the party it was it was really really fun and um and i loved I loved everything about those early days and um, eventually started getting um, using my AV skills to kind of even bring more to the events that I did. So, you know, um, in, in some of those early days, we would have bands that would come and join us. And so I'd be able to, you know, bring a mixer and and actually mix the sound for the band and, you know, not just um, DJ in between the band sets, but be able to support them as well. So I started to see how, like, AV could support my DJing and DJ and can support my the AV work that I was doing.
0: That's awesome, man. Now it's really an organic journey. You know, started out in the church and just picked up a skill set that was based on a need that they had and then it kind of went from there, you know, and in your college days you just started doing it, you know, based on the opportunity that was presented to you. So that is Amazing brother. And talk to me a little bit about, you know, after those experiences, you know, how did you transition it into something that was your, you know, career or something that you were doing to to make money from?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, as I as I did more, I kind of was still didn't have a direction. I, I was taking whatever I could get. I was doing weddings. I was doing fashion shows. I was doing the clubs and bars and, um, you know, just private parties, um, did, did a bunch of everything. And just to kind of see what I liked and didn't like, I did school dances too. And I know a lot of DJs have done school dances, but, um, and I also did AV work. I, I started to contract with some other labor Companies, so I got to work on some pretty cool events and learn more about video production and, you know, videography and um, work with some really cool audio engineers that actually taught me a little bit more about digital mixers and what it really means to mix sound instead of just like tweaking things on based on what you're hearing but actually be able to adjust those um but it wasn't until i really um i found the coaching industry this is like the self-development industry this is the self-growth um industry you know I, i i had no idea that there were people out there that were not only investing in themselves, but taking responsibility for their lives and making a, you know, a jump of that leap of faith and jumping into something that was a little bit unknown, but they knew that they needed to do. And at that time, I was kind of just, um, you know, going through the motions, right? I was working gig to gig, paycheck to paycheck just scrambling whatever I could get. And um, and then I found this industry and I saw people that were spending thousands of dollars to start their business, investing in themselves, investing in their business, and, um, and all the emotions and everything that came with that. And I felt something start to rise kind of within me, like... Oh my god like this is this is a new feeling like i'm feeling something kind of come up like i'm meant for more than this and i you know i have i have gifts that i need to share and i'm not living up to the potential and i was like oh man okay what's coming and i I didn't really know what it was but that was kind of the birth um when i found that industry and um it was about two and a half years after that point that i i really made the decision to start my own business i knew it had been like. I felt it coming. Like I need to start my own business. I need to, I need to give back to the world. I need to be my own boss because this isn't working. I I can't rely on other people to, you know, for work. I I need to be, I need to be an entrepreneur. And I felt that. um, And, and luckily I had a bunch of DJs around me too, that were, you know, as DJs, we are entrepreneurs and we do run our own businesses and we have our own brands. And so I had some really amazing mentors around me that, that showed me that. And, um, and yeah, Eventually, I was just like, I'm going to have to make the leap. I'm going to make the leap. I'm going to start my own business because I want to be a part of this industry. I want to be a part of people that are, that are making the world a better place by coaching um, and, and just taking a stand for people, right? Taking a stand for their lives, taking a stand for um, something that they may believe in. And, uh, and, and making that investment in, in yourself. And so I, I made the decision that was in uh, 2016. And so I uh, started my company, which is Lifted AV Productions and, um, and started it with the intention to support coaches and entrepreneurs specifically with DJ services and, um, and use my, my musical knowledge to, to enhance the events that I, that I produce. So that was, that was the birth.
0: That's truly amazing, man. And I'm a big believer of using your God-given talents to serve others. And I feel like that's exactly what you did. You saw something that you were really good at and had a passion for, and you turned it into a business that's serving other people and helping them start their businesses and improving and progressing in this industry. So kudos to you for what you've done and accomplished to date. You know, I'd love to talk a little bit about AV and what exactly it is. You know, for the people that are listening, that may not know exactly what AV is, can you please just give us a quick overview of what it is and how you help djs and other people learn how to leverage it for their business
1: yeah absolutely so av stands for audio visual i know that i tend to use a lot of tech terms and that's just my mind and the way that my mind works and yeah i'd love to talk a little bit about that so yeah audio visual um you know those are two of the senses the first two senses that you think of when you think of an event So it's what you see and it's what you hear. It's the first things that um, you think about when you're creating an experience. And so the audiovisual industry is um, comprised of technicians that know how to support those two senses, right? They're audio engineers. They are video engineers. Um, So it's everything from, you know, playing a video... Um, for someone to watch, all the way up to producing, you know, uh, a television show and, you know, everything that goes into that from the lighting to the, the vide- videography, um, the transitions, the different video effects that are going on in the background. Um, so it becomes kind of a seamless experience. And so, um, I, you know, in those early days, I got to... Play a little bit around you know with a lot of the fun tools and um, little pieces of equipment and so audiovisual tools are in front of us all the time and we don't even realize it but um you know we are, as djs um audio is is you know what we're known for that's what most people hire us to to do is to support that aspect of an event right to bring the energy to bring that music that um the emotion that comes with um, the things that you hear and um, and yeah a lot of um, what I realized is there's a whole nother element that is really easy to implement into events that we do and that's the visual aspect so um, as a Dj in those early days I tried to find ways to bring that um, and enhance the experience so one of the ways obviously is lighting like when you think of DJs you think of fun amazing lighting and you know lasers and different uh, moving effects and strobes and things like that which is incredible and then you also have like video elements too. There's a lot of video DJs that's been really kind of up and coming the last few years, and um, you know it's it's really easy to mix. They have they have videos for DJs that you can actually mix and show the videos on the screens, and so I did that for a little bit. And you can kind of add add other effects that really amplify what you, what they're hearing even more. So um, the AV industry is those two those two senses, and it kind of goes beyond that, but that's kind of the basics that um, that you need to kind of think about when you're starting. And so, you know, I think if with every event that I do, I think about the experience we want to create, and then we kind of reverse engineer backwards how we can best figure out how to give those emotions, um, whether it's like a very soothing meditation, um, and we have like really calm music on, what, what are the visual effects that we want to show in the background? Maybe it's some candles, um, that we have and, and showing that and then we want to get the party jump in and we're playing fast music again then you know we have flashing lights and people dancing on the screens to kind of bring up the energy so it goes it goes hand in hand to kind of really help to amplify the experience even more and yeah I, I, I try to you know help as many DJs and audio technicians as I can to think about both of those aspects when when supporting um, because a lot of the time we will get stuck in what are the technical details and know oh, we have to have this aspect ratio and, you know, that stuff is really important for us. And at the end of the day, too, to be able to talk about what we do. So other people can understand it's all about the experience, right? It's like, this is what we're creating.
0: That's amazing, man. Thank you for sharing that information and, and putting us on game to AV. You know, I would love to hear a little bit about your company, Lifted AV Productions and how you work with DJs and other people in regards to AV and helping them elevate their business.
1: Yeah, um, it's been a really, really interesting journey. So um, it did start out as a as a DJ and production company. So providing, you know, basic sound um, DJ services and, um, and some of the audio aspects for, for live events for coaches and entrepreneurs. And so, um, it started, you know, with me providing the basics and then it kind of, um, expanded into doing all things AV. So we do videography, we do stage design. Um, we do obviously the visual elements, lighting, um the video effects so um you know picture in picture and projection and and uh, led screens and everything that goes into that um Of course, with with COVID, you know, it looks a little bit different now. So um, yeah, a year ago, it was was a pretty scary time. Um, You know, there was that week, I think it was March 17th, I'll never forget that day now. It was the day I lost three gigs that day, and that was the start of the snowball. And a week after that, I had pretty much, you know, every event for the rest of the year had been canceled and so didn't really know what we we're going to do, but, um, I knew that I wanted to support my clients and I knew that I needed to figure something out. And so I started looking into just DJing virtually and like hosting a couple zoom parties and just doing whatever I can to, to just not only keep myself sane, but <laughs> support, support others that are, that are out there as well, that were going through a tough time. And, um, and it eventually evolved into me running fully virtual events. And I really got a chance to learn um, about what it takes and how that I'm able to bring my gifts into the virtual world. And so um, I offer now um, three different levels of virtual support for my clients. And it's been awesome. So I built a virtual studio in my home. And um, I have my DJ mixer here, I have video switchers, cameras, uh, multiple computers, and just using Zoom, I'm able to support my clients with not only DJing and bringing energy to their events, but also the video side. So playing videos for them, making really fun transitions, um, adding graphics to the screen that really amplify their event. Little things like that, that take it from a basic Zoom meeting where there's a talking head to here's a, a virtual experience that's fun and that people wanna attend and that is memorable um and then some of the other fun things that I've been able to do this year were build studios for my clients so um because of my knowledge of some of those audiovisual elements started to put together um hey what if we you know um build a studio where you're at I'll come to you we'll bring some TVs and we'll bring cameras and we'll kind of put on a little show there so that I'm able to to produce it on site and DJ for you on site and that way I can kind of feel the energy a little bit more and um, and support you from that angle and it, it really kind of amplified the whole experience and that that industry has kind of blown up since I mean we've seen a lot of virtual events that are really cool a lot of different AV they call Zoomzillas, zoom zillas right where they have all the screens and you see thousands of attendees or hundreds of attendees and it's really cool obviously i'm doing that on a much smaller scale but you know I, i watch those events and i watch for how could i implement that in my own way or offer something similar to my clients and then the last way is, this is one of the most exciting things I think is a trend for this year is the uh, hybrid event. And so I've, I did one hybrid event already and I have another upcoming in a couple months. And by hybrid event, I mean, um, you're involving the in-person element with the virtual element. So we have people that are going to be in the room that are gonna be um, part of the experience. And then we're also going to be live streaming that to virtual attendees all over the world so they can kind of tune in from their own homes and so there's definitely a lot that goes into that of like merging the two worlds how do we you know set the cameras in the rooms so the virtual attendees can see us in the you know in person and then how do the in-person um, attendees interact with those that are virtual like do we, you know putting them on the screen so they're kind of able to view them and kind of wave to them and, and say hi and, and interact with them in different ways. And so yeah, figuring out how to how to kind of merge those two worlds, I think is really exciting. It's it's this virtual world has op- opened up a lot of opportunity for, you know, different ways to be of support. And, and so those are those are some of the exciting ways that I've been able to, to give back and, and just kind of figure it out and, and just ask, you know, what my clients would be interested in and, and trying new things. Wow, man, sounds like you have an amazing business
0: that helps a lot of people and sounds super fun, man. I would love for you to describe like who is like your ideal client and who should be reaching out to you for help and and involvement in this.
1: Yeah, so my ideal clients are entrepreneurs and speakers that are hosting live events. Um, They're hosting live events to be of service. They're hosting live events that are specific to their niche. And uh, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a summit, whether it's a conference, um, whether it's a, a webinar, um, they know the value of the experience. Um, they don't want to be another talking head. They don't want to just you know, give information. They want to provide a safe space for people to come and be able to be themselves. And, um, and they realize that the experience is a big part of that. And so, um... You know, what I do is I, I support them in, in really helping to create that experience and to take all of the tech stuff off of their back so that they can just focus on what they do best, which is sharing their content and not having to figure out, oh man, can I, how do I share my screen? Can you guys hear me? And uh, hold on, can you, is this music loud enough? Like, it, you know, without having to do any of that and just have that stuff kind of work magically in the background as a, as a production should. So those are, those are my ideal clients that that really want to create an amazing experience and um And, yeah, and and I, you know, I also love working with DJs and um, getting to know more DJs. And I've recently also um, opened up my personal time to support DJs that have questions about, you know, how to um, how to create a niche, how to um, really market to their ideal clients so they can uh, do what they do best and get more gigs. And that's why I'm excited to hear more about the club as well. It Sounds like a really, really cool opportunity and 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 so I've, I've been blessed in that way and um, it's definitely on my heart to give back to the DJ community.
0: That's amazing. You hear that DJs, he's looking to help and looking to help you elevate your business and teach you some new skills. So definitely utilize him as a resource. We're going to be having his information in the show notes. And he's also going to give his information at the end of this episode. Yeah. Do you have any you know pieces of advice for anyone that may be listening? A lot of our audience are up and coming DJs or even well established DJs that are looking to elevate their game. So do you have any pieces of advice that you want to give to them, especially given your expertise in AV and within your business?
1: Absolutely. I can talk all day and I'll try to just do it in a nutshell. Um, Some of the most important things for me when I think about my up and coming business and if I can go back then and you know tell myself something it would be to don't be afraid to niche down don't be afraid to get specific about who you who you help and who you serve because um, when you come from an abundance mindset like there's more than I need and I don't need to scramble for getting every gig that I can take but these are the people that I help and I'm really good at it Um, when you commit to that amazing things happen because um, people will recognize you for the expert that you are right If you say, I'm a DJ that supports weddings who love rock, right? You get really specific. And then when someone comes across you, you're like, wow, that's exactly me. And like, you know, you're hired on the spot because of that. I don't even need to have a conversation with you rather than just saying, oh, I'm a DJ and I, you know, support with weddings. Um, And even if that's not the person, they're like, wow, that is so memorable that. I'm going to remember that in the future and when I know somebody who, you know, all my friends who love rock get married, you're going to be the DJ that I go to. And so that's, it's definitely important to to niche down. And then um, also one of the other things, especially this year that I've learned is ask your clients what they would be interested in. You'd be surprised. Like, you know, and 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 try different things out. Ask them, hey, would you be interested in me playing videos for you, so you don't have to do any of that? Do you, would you be interested in adding, you know, some of these lighting elements to your event? There's different things that you can add on to your services that you're a pro at, um, and so don't be afraid to ask those things um, to your clients. Market research is incredible. It's super super important to do in any business. Um, and I, I don't think um, it, this industry does it enough um, you know and then the last thing is um, you know I know with COVID it, it's not been fun for this industry it's been heartbreaking to see a lot, of, a lot of what's happened but amidst all of that there's so much opportunity out there and so when you change your mindset around and think about what is possible rather than what's not happening um, you'll start to think about different ways that you can be of support and so maybe you haven't thought about running a virtual event before um but maybe that's something you can consider to to kind of get gigs now you know it's a little bit of all we have i know some stuff is opening up and i'm looking excited to doing some hybrid stuff to make that transition but it is going to be a transition and so figuring out ways that you can support now and thinking about possibilities is is a great mindset to have um you know to to support yourself
0: this is awesome advice man so just to summarize he said do not be afraid to niche down don't be afraid to upsell and do not be afraid to try new opportunities so get out there djs have an open mind and listen to our friend here dj
1: drew and um yeah, we would love to fantastic summary i could have just said it and that <laughs> that's why you're the expert <laughs> <laughs> this is this is amazing man i've
0: learned a lot and i'm sure our listeners have learned a lot as well um are you ready for the lightning round absolutely awesome Hit me, describe your dj setup hardware and software
1: uh, hardware. I have a Pioneer DDJ-SX3. Um, I do use the Algorithm um, IDJ Pro AI. It just came out a few months ago, and I love it. Um, I use, um, let's see, hardware, software. So the video elements that I have, I have a Blackmagic ATEM Mini. Really, really cool um, piece of hardware that I think everyone should have. Um, and then I also have a a QU-16 Allen & Heath digital mixer.
0: Besides yourself, who's your favorite DJ?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to go with um, DJ Joe Bunn. He's doing some really incredible things and not only a great DJ, but a great entrepreneur. And I admire that.
0: What has been your favorite party or event you've DJ'd at and why?
1: I had the opportunity to DJ one of the largest erotic balls in the country, and uh, that was in Denver, and it was beautiful because, you know, it's definitely taboo when you think about something like that it's a little bit out of the norm it's very it was very private it was very conscious you know um i tell people about it and they're like oh it's like a big orgy or something and i'm like it, no it's it's very it's a very safe conscious space where um people are are able to fully express themselves and not be judged and you know being able to be a part of that experience was it really felt divine in a lot of ways and so um it was it was a beautiful set that we had created and um and it just it felt felt like an amazing amazing experience so that was my favorite
0: who's the most interesting person you've met through djing
1: from djing Hmm.
0: or even your business
1: I met, um, you know, I met a a producer slash DJ um, who who DJed in the '90s and had a hit record here in the Bay Area, and um, and after he made the hit, he started to make the transition. Into life coaching, and I thought that was the most interesting thing. That he's one of the reasons why I formed my business was getting to know him and hearing his story and how he made that transition and why he did it and 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 um, and how he used his gifts to kind of spread his message. And um, it was just it was just such an interesting story of like how he kind of made it to like number one hit on the radio for like uh, uh, you know a couple months straight. And then um, and then decided to transition out of that. Like, you'd think that you'd want to continue that momentum, but he had the courage to, to say, I, I, I feel something else calling my heart in a different direction, and I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to think twice about it. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that do that, that take that leap of faith. And anyone that does that, I just, I just admire that.
0: What's one thing that you think is missing from streaming live at, for DJs?
1: One thing that I think is missing live from streaming is, I think it's the face-to-face element. You know, that's honestly one of like the reasons I haven't been a fan of like the Twitch streaming. I tried it for a little bit, but... I got to be able to see people's faces. I'm a connector. I know a lot of DJs are very like intuitive and we want to be able to like, we're used to being able to read the room, right? We can read the energy in the room and it's just so hard to do that virtually in general. And I know it's like not ideal, but I I started doing a lot of stuff on Zoom. And one of the reasons I did that was because um, I love being able to see people's faces. I want to be able to wave at people and have them wave back at me. I want to be able to tell them to give me some, reactions. And okay, you know, all right, I see a bunch of people on the screen. Daryl, you're now our dance leader. Let me see what you got. Show us some dance moves and, and you know, be able to, to interact with people that way. It just adds a whole nother fun element. And so, uh, you know, I, I think when you're streaming to think about involving people, the the more that you can make it a two-way communication, the better, right? The more avenues that you have for that, the better.
0: Shout out to DJ know, personally. Whose story should be shared on this podcast?
1: Mm, man, so many. Um, DJ Sugar Ray, the Bay Area, definitely should be on this podcast. He, he's a fantastic man. He'd be a great guest. Um, DJ Pudgy. Uh, DJ Pudgy should be on the podcast. That guy is just a total knowledge base of not only AV, but just an amazing DJ. DJ Leonard Ibarra. I think uh, he's my uncle, the one that kind of trained me. I think he would be also a great resource um, and that would be in another amazing DJ. So there's three for you.
0: Awesome, brother. And any DJ interested in signing up for the show, they could do so at djsignup.com. And where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm on um, all social medias as Andrew C. Ibarra. You can also, um, if you're interested in any events, you can head to my website, which is www.liftedav.com. And then um, I, you know, I also, like I said, I'm opening up my services to DJs. And so, if you're interested in getting some more support as a DJ, then you can head to um, AndrewCibara.com, and uh, there's there's a page there for the DJ Accelerator. So,
0: awesome, brother. This is great, man. Everyone, please check out DJ Drew. He has a lot to offer. He's super knowledgeable, super professional. So I'm really glad that we have heard your story on the My DJ Story podcast and looking forward to working with you and connecting with you going forward.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for not only creating this platform and, you know, amplifying other voices and and just being who you are. Um, I've had an amazing time getting to share my story. And so thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it, Daryl.
0: Are you a DJ? Well, we want to hire you as one of our official, the club virtual DJs. We've been working hard to source hundreds of paid virtual gigs, and we need DJs of all kinds that are interested in getting paid to curate virtual events for our clients. Whether you're a new DJ, just getting started, or a veteran in the game, we have paid gig opportunities for you. Text I'm in to 609-201-1027 to get notified for paid gig opportunities from the club. Tell a friend. We look forward to working with you. Now back to the podcast.